0: Hey, welcome back to the Ramble Room. i tell you, last week was a long week, but it was a great week. We closed off the end of the week with the Wyoming State Republican Convention. I was blessed not only to be a delegate, but also to have been hired to do the sound for the entire event. Well, that's kind of a good thing for listeners to this podcast as I was able to obtain all kinds of exclusive content. On Saturday afternoon, quite late, the statewide candidates, including candidates for U.S. Congress, Governor, Treasurer, etc., all were given three minutes to speak, and I was able to record their speeches, and I want to share them with you today. I think you'll find it interesting. I think as you listen to each candidate You will be able to formulate your own ideas and opinions as to how valid and how good they are, and I think this is a great public service. So here are the recordings. I did edit a little bit, uh, just trying to take out some of the uncomfortable pauses between changes in speakers and the noises and that sort of thing.
1: Please welcome Harriet Hageman.
2: Thank you. Thank you for doing the work of the party. I know it's been a long day, and I'm gonna do this very quickly. The fact is many of you know me, and you know my record. You know I'm gonna fight for Wyoming. I'm gonna fight for all of you because that's what I've been doing for the last 30 years. I'm gonna continue to do that. That's number one. Number two, I promise to be accountable and accessible. Our constitutional republic can only thrive if we have people who are willing to go back to Washington, D.C., and make sure that they're representing the people who sent them there. I'm from Wyoming. I love Wyoming. I will do whatever I can. I will do whatever it takes to protect Wyoming. Number three, I want you to know what I'm going to do when I get back there. I've already asked to be put on the Natural Resource Committee. Our current representative does not serve on that committee. In a state like Wyoming, it is imperative that our representative be on the Natural Resource Committee. But I also am going to ask to be placed on the Oversight Committee. The Oversight Committee is who oversees the agencies and the unelected bureaucrats that have been ruining our lives for the last 20 to 30 years. I'm going to spend my time returning us to our Constitutional Foundation of Separation of Powers, and I'm going to make sure that it is the legislative branch that legislates and we're going to take the power away from the executive branch and the agencies who have taken over that role for so much of the, as I said, the last 30 years. Then I'm also, there are three pieces of legislation that I want to push forward with immediately. One of them is related to domestic energy production and use. The Department of Defense is the largest user of energy in the entire federal government. And I'm going to put forward a bill that mandates that our Department of Defense and the entire federal government is required to use domestically produced energy. The next thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to codify two executive orders that President Trump issued in October of 2019 and that is to force all of these administrative agencies to publicize and expose their secret documents that dictate what we can do with our lives. I'm gonna, and one of the other things I'm going to do is that with fact sheets and guidance documents and these various things that the executive branch has done, we're going to make sure that there's transparency and that they do not have the force and effect of law. The third thing that I'm going to introduce is a requirement that we have a stockpile of seed so that we can protect our food supply in the long distant future and will never be dependent upon China. I will protect Wyoming. I will protect this country. I will fight for our Constitution. And I will make sure that we return to our republic and our constitutional base. Thank you.
1: The mic belongs to Robin Balinski, candidate for US House of Representatives, from right here in Sheridan.
3: Good afternoon, folks. Yes, I am still in this race. I am. Oh, here we go. Okay, how many of you actually walk by faith and not by sight? Um, I'm a little winded, sorry. I have some the other side. <laughs> OK, what, what you see is not always what's going on, you guys. Now, I have been called into this race from the beginning when um, Cheney was actually censured. Um, OK, And I um, also went I went after that all-coveted Trump endorsement. And I found out, you know, by traveling through Wyoming, nobody cares about endorsements. Um, truly, they actually want, I'm a Trump fan, don't get me wrong, I am the biggest patriot you're going to find. I actually drive a car that I get all over the state in, and that to me shows every day that I am putting that out in front of me every time I get in my car. (laughs) So this race to me is about all of you and everyone else in this state, I am already doing some of the work myself already to represent Wyoming. And I may not be from here. I have lived here for 30 years, and I love Wyoming. I actually did invite Trump to Sheridan so that he could actually see what it's like to be a part of Wyoming. And it just choked me up because I am, this really is important to me, and it's important that we have representation in this state. And we don't need more egos to feed. Um, there's too much of that going on already. I mean, you've, I'm sure you guys have already experienced that today in all these meetings. We need to get back to actually being the patriots, being the people who get something done. Enough talk, enough uh, sitting around complaining we need to be called to action in everything that we do and it doesn't matter what that is but right now for me it is representing wyoming to the best of my ability and i will do that i'm not going to promise a bunch of things because i know i will make sure i can i can do this and i uh, appreciate all of your votes um, like i said it's not cut and dried and i am really doing the work to make this a reality. Um, check out my website, it's freedom4wyoming.org. Thank you.
1: And now we move to the governor's race. We have two candidates that responded to our committee. First is Rex Ramel, you will have three minutes. Rex, the microphone is yours. The timers are in front of you.
4: Thank you, Frank. Two weeks ago, I was in Nebraska at the Stop 30 by 30 Summit. There was 20 states represented. And you know that uh, 30 by 30 was part of the climate change executive order to permanently protect 30% of America by the year 2030. They figured that there's 289 million acres Already permanently conserved in state and national parks wilderness areas Conservation easements those sort of things they want another four hundred and forty million acres That's a lot of land on top of what they already have It's pretty clear from the their attempt at a moratorium on the sale of new leases that they're that they've got the public lands in their crosshairs Fifteen governors opposed the 30 by 30 executive order in a letter to President Biden. All of the red state western governors signed the letter, except one, the governor of Wyoming. I figure the way to beat these guys is to fight fire with fire. If you will support me, I would sign an executive order on day one ordering the state police to walk all the federal land managers out of their offices. The BLM, the Forest Service, the Park Service, US Fish and Wildlife, and all other federal land managers. Gone. Wyoming would then be a sovereign state for the first time in our history, and we'd be on equal footing with the the original 13 states. We would take over our natural resources and the billions and billions of dollars that go with it. But we would not be alone in this fight. I believe the other Western states would join us and it would start a states' rights revolution that would sweep through the nation. It would be the beginning of the end of federal largesse. The states would rise up and put the federal government in its limited constitutional role. And it could all start right here in Wyoming next January. All we need is a governor with a titanium backbone. And fortunately, I was born with one. My name is Rex Rammel. I'm a veterinarian from Rock Springs, and I'm ready to be the next governor of Wyoming. With God's help and your support, we can take this country back. Thank you.
1: Brent Bien, gubernatorial candidate, we are ready for you.
5: All right, folks. All right, thank you. Thank you, Frank, I appreciate that. I am Brent Bien, and I tell you what, as a native of this great state, I am very honored to be running for uh, the governorship this year. Uh, I will tell you folks that the reason why I'm standing here is because never in my adult life have I seen the devolution of our nation and what the secular progressive movement has done to our freedoms. And I look around Wyoming and I tell you folks, all the people with whom I've spoken over the last two months, I tell you they're hungry. They're hungry for leadership. Leadership that'll get us back to the Constitution, back to our biblical principles, to put Wyoming on the map again. Wyoming should be number one. We should be leading in the fight for freedom, not mid pack like we have been for for generations. We need to be number one. We need to be the freest state in the nation. And, folks, I plan on taking this state right there. And we can do it together. We need those principled conservatives in our legislature to make it happen, to actively, actively, proactively protect personal freedoms, pursue government accountability, and promote our state sovereignty. And folks, together, I'm telling you, we can do it. We can. We got to believe it. We got to believe in American exceptionalism, and we can do this. So I'm asking your help, folks. Anyway, thank you very much. I appreciate it.
1: As our elected and lone candidate for Secretary of State, please welcome Ed Buchanan.
6: Thank you, Chairman Ethorn and Delegates distinguished guest, I am Ed Buchanan and I am your Secretary of State. Um, I want to start by, by saying that I am so proud, number one, to be a Republican and be amongst all of you and Joe Biden recently called our group the most extreme political group in America. But I would say, Joe Biden and the Democrats are the most dangerous political group in America. I am proud to be a Republican. I am proud to be a part of an extreme political group. Because this group represents striving for energy independence, supporting states' rights, respecting freedom, respecting life, and an understanding that it's only through God's providence that we are blessed to live in the greatest nation on the face of the earth. Finally, Wyoming is a huge part of that. Do you realize that Wyoming gave Donald Trump, our president, 70% of the vote in 2020, the largest margin of victory of any state in the union? And if you look at the races for Congress and U.S. Senate, in addition to the presidential races, We give the highest percentage of Republican victories of any state in the Union. In 2020, we broke all records in support of our Republican candidates. Give yourselves a round of applause for that. I am proud to report to you that the Secretary of State's office is in great shape. I've got a great team. On day one, I went in and I said I want 110% customer service and a zero fail mission. And the result of that is we are one of the smallest state agencies. We run it like a business. I've got 31 employees. My budget is $8 million over two years. We bring in for the state of Wyoming this year, we will surpass $60 million. So we run in a state agency with great people that nets for the state of Wyoming, over $52 million for the biennium. So we don't cost anything. And that's a credit. Thank you. That's a credit to my staff and you folks here um, for electing good leadership. Thank you for the opportunity to serve you. Thank you for the opportunity to be your Secretary of State. It's indeed a privilege and an honor. Thank you very much.
1: And now for our elected and lone candidate for state treasurer, please welcome
7: Kurt Meyer. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, my name's Kurt Meyer, and and I haven't officially announced, but that the, that announcement is coming out. Uh, uh, probably be uh, uh, on Monday. Uh, and, uh, but you guys got to know that, that we will be running, and uh, I'm excited about that, and I'm excited about, I guess, kind of tell you about what's been going on. When the first time I ran, you know, what I did is listened to you guys and try to find out what you wanted me to do. And the biggest thing that you said is that, Kurt, we got to make more money on the money we got, or we don't want to have these taxes going up. And uh, I said, you know, I think we can do that. We're not getting very good returns. And I can tell you that we have done that. Uh, that. Essentially, the goal we set forth together was to get to the median because we we're almost at the last of, the, uh, the, of our peer group. And what that means is that we added about another 2% uh, in returns in our permanent mineral trust fund. That equates to about $180 million more a year that we don't have to get from the tax man. And uh, I'm really excited about that. So we've done a good job. We started with right at $20 billion when I got in office, and now we're over $25 billion. And that's a big difference if you got that extra $5 billion to work with. Uh, so we've done some amazing things. Uh, the uh, the crew has uh, put together, together a uh, uh a record of uh, beating the benchmarks in the last two years, and 80 percent of the professionals that are out there in the investment business can't do that for even one, and we're and we're headed to three. Uh, we're essentially we were nominated for the turnaround fund of the year in privates. We went from 7.2 percent to 39 percent return and 37 percent return back to back, and. Uh, and it's, I'm not sure, is the green? Is one minute? Okay, all right. Well, and that's so, just, just to say that we're doing a great job there, we're doing a great job, I think, on the, uh, the retirement system that I'm setting on in the Community Development Board. Uh, one of the things that, uh, that I think that we have a little thing that we got to work with, and that's the legislature, uh, because they have to learn what their oath of office means is to support, defend, and obey the Constitution of the United States and Wyoming. Yeah. And folks, if they don't do that, we got some good, strong, conservative candidates out there, and I think they're gonna go one-on-one with some of these guys that have basically lost their integrity and, uh, and lost the common sense that it takes to run an effective government. Thank you very much.
1: Our next office is Superintendent of Public Instruction, and we have three candidates who responded, one who is currently sitting in office. The order of speaking that the nominations committee drew was Megan Degenfelder, and then Tom Kelly, and then Brian Schrader, and they are being held out at this time, and please welcome Megan Degenfelder.
8: Well, thank you for the opportunity to speak with you tonight. My name is Megan Degenfelder, and I'm running for State Superintendent of Public Instruction. I come from a sixth-generation Wyoming ranching family. I'm a lifelong resident. I went to K-12 education here. I'm a graduate of the University of Wyoming, and I've had the opportunity to build a very great career here in my home state. I've worked in both the fossil fuel industry as well as the education sector. And I hope to bring those two experiences together to most appropriately prepare our graduates for Wyoming futures in high-paying jobs right here in our state. In the coal industry, and now currently in the oil and gas industry, my sole responsibility is to fight back against the federal government and harmful regulations in the industry every single day. At the State Department of Education, I worked to make meaningful budget reductions. I made staff consolidations and work to update our educational basket of goods for the first time in 20 years. As superintendent, I will work to empower parents as the number one decision maker in their child's education, ensuring that they have a seat at the table and as many choices for their child as possible. I will work to instill American Wyoming values in education. Innovation, hard work, free thinking, none of which include radical ideologies such as critical race theory. I have always been opposed to critical race theory and I will always be opposed to critical race theory. I will work to ensure that we are improving our literacy rates across the state. And I will make sure that our resources are spent as close as possible to our students in the classroom, not central administration, not in government agencies. And lastly, I will use my private sector experience to run the state agency, one of the largest state agencies that we have like a business. I've lived in several communities all across this great state, and what I found is how unique and incredible these communities are and and how that makes Wyoming great. As superintendent, I will work to maintain autonomy in these local school districts and communities. I love Wyoming. My roots are deeply within Wyoming. My family is here, my friends are here, my life is here. With that comes an extreme amount of accountability which I will bring to the role of State Superintendent and I believe that we deserve from all of our elected officials in Wyoming. With that, I ask for your vote on August 16th for State Superintendent of Public Instruction. Thank you.
9: Tom Kelly. Hi, uh, my name's Tom Kelly. I'm running for State Superintendent. I am not a politician, I'm not gonna speak to you in vapid platitudes that sound good with buzz phrases, I'm gonna speak to you very directly about who I am and why I'm running. As credentials go, I'm the most qualified. I'm a professor, I run a large political science department, I have been a public educator, I was a public school teacher for 10 years, I have a master's degree in education. I have five children in the public school system. But That's not why I'm running. I'm running because I'm concerned about what's happening not just in Wyoming but the United States. I was not blessed to be born in Wyoming. I came here on purpose. I brought my family here because I wanted my family to live in this environment of independence and liberty and community and faith. We fled the People's Republic of Illinois. for the great state of Colorado. (laughs) And one day I woke up and it had become Illinois with mountains. So we came to Wyoming. There's nowhere left to go, I'm not leaving. So this is how I got involved in politics, because first and foremost, I am a father of six children. I'm a husband, I'm a man of faith, and I'm very concerned about what's happening right now. I am a government of federalism and American government. And I see a national government, supposed to be a federal government, a national government trying to dictate what a one-size-fits-all policy for the entire country. And they're doing it through money. And the educational system and the healthcare system are the two places they're doing it. Now, I'm not a healthcare expert, but I am an educational expert. And I am an expert on federalism. And I would like to serve as your superintendent to assert the sovereignty of Wyoming. (laughs) To stop chasing federal dollars. One final point, I got my MA in Chicago. I am well trained in critical race theory. I know the language, I know the techniques, I know how they use children as body shields and tell you you hate children if you stand against these types of things. I have daughters who want to play sports, who don't want to compete against men my size who think they're women. And these are the types of things that I will stand against, particularly from the U.S. Department of Education, woke corporations like Disney, Bill Gates, our own federal government, It may be important right now to have somebody who's not originally from Wyoming because I have come from the places where the wrong side has already won. I know how they work, I know how to fight them. Thank you, I'm Tom Kelly, I'm running for superintendent.
1: our incumbent and final candidate for Superintendent of Public Instruction, Brian Schrader.
10: Greetings, feisty Wyoming Republicans. (sighs) Ours is the party of Lincoln and great is the legacy that that man left us. By his towering example, it falls to us to carry the same torch he carried with the same courage that he embodied until his last dying breath. Ours is the party of Lincoln And it was Lincoln who said, I will prepare myself, and when the time comes, I will be ready. My name is Brian Schrader, and as the serving superintendent of public instruction, as well as a candidate for the same role, it will always be one of the highest honors of my life to stand before a group of American patriots who understand the nature of the struggle. At the very core, this is a spiritual war, because we are fighting for the very soul of our nation. The battleground is the minds of our children, and the tip of the spear is education. We are up against a nefarious cohort of social engineers who are hell-bent on grooming our kids in a worldview and value system that will destroy everything we believe and hold dear. As the disciples of Marx, Freud, Darwin, and Dewey, these evangelists of secularism saw our schools as one of the prime vehicles through which they would remake society in their image. And be assured, though they pose as the purveyors of tolerance, they are anything but. They're clever, they're manipulative, they're relentless, but tolerant they are not. Of any worldview but their own, especially if that worldview is of a Judeo-Christian nature. But as William Bennett used to say, when the culture pushes hard against you and your family, you must push back just as hard. How do we do that? First and foremost, by not drinking the Kool-Aid. By not following the rest of the nation into crazy land. By refusing to bow to the spirit of the age. Secondly... We do it by reminding parents that when it comes to our schools, they are the boss. They are the owners of our schools. These are their kids, they pay the taxes. Therefore, we work for them. Therefore, we are accountable to the parents. Those of us who may serve on school boards are not the owners of the schools. We are merely agents or representatives of the owners. Those of us who may serve in our government are not the owners of the schools. We are merely the guardians there to protect and preserve local control and parental authority. If we get these two areas right, we will be poised to lead the nation in education. If not, we will watch our schools get sucked into the madness and self-destruct like so many other schools in our society. Time? Okay. Thank you.
1: And now for our state auditor, Christy Racinas is the incumbent and, to our knowledge, loan candidate. Come on up, Christy.
11: Good afternoon, friends. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for the work you have done today. It has been a long day, it has been a hard day. Congratulations on your accomplishments and I hope you continue to have a wonderful evening. I'll be pretty quick, my name is Christy Racinas and I have the current pleasure of serving as your state auditor. So four years ago, you hired me to do this job and I ran four years ago because I believe in small, efficient, transparent government. Don't laugh that can actually happen. It doesn't have to be an oxymoron. So um, when I got elected, uh, some of you may know, I inherited a lawsuit from my predecessor. Uh, They were being sued for refusing to turn over expenditure records of the state. I made a promise to get that taken care of. And about a month after I took office, I turned over six records worth of spending data for the state, got the lawsuit dismissed, and refunded about $8,000 to the requesters, eliminating barriers that has plagued Wyoming transparency for years. So I don't know about you all, but I don't have a pot of money set aside to sue the government when it's not following the laws. I'm guessing you don't either. So to be more proactive, I put Wyoming's checkbook online, as I promised, with no additional cost to the taxpayer. We did it with in-house talent within my office. The last couple of years have been really hard. I know I'm p- preaching to the choir on that, on that uh, note, but you, many of you have had to trim your budgets. I too think that government should have to do that as well. So in the last four years, I've cut the auditor's office budget by 10% and personnel numbers by about 15%. So that's my commitment conti- to continue to find efficiencies as we move forward. So this is a position that demands a professional, not just a politician. For those of you who don't know me, I was born and raised in Wyoming, graduated from University of Wyoming. I'm a Riverton girl, actually. I'm licensed as a certified public accountant. Woo, Fremont County. Anyway, licensed as a CPA, I think that's very important for this role. Uh, I, I really bring a sharp fiscal conservative eye to the boards and commissions. My goal for all of, for well, for myself and for all of you, I want my children and grandchildren to be able to stay and thrive in the Wyoming of the future, and I want your children and grandchildren to do that as well. So, you hired me four years ago. I work for you. I'm asking, f- I'm asking for the job again. Please, uh, please vote for Christie on August 16th. Thank you.
2: Thank you for listening to The Ramble Room. You can check us out at Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, but also be sure to check out our website at crosscurrigmedia.com for this and more.